What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo IMO on this episode, which is 129. I'm joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, uh, watching the news, designated survivor, baseball, football, water bills, medical marijuana, shoulder trouble, music talk, being fat, a bunch of other random stuff. Uh, I recorded this a little differently on some settings, uh, so let me know out there if it sounds better or worse than normal, and I will adjust accordingly, Um, and thanks for checking us out. What up? We are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, how's your week been, man? Fucking busy as fuck. Just fucking delivering, going to work at the factory, taking care of these shitlands I produced. Hell yeah. Um, that's probably the hardest part. Well, they're kind of on autopilot. They're at that age now. Three of them are, but one mouths a lot. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, you always tell those stories. Um, all right, let me get to the shit that gets us kind of paid. Uh, Patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. You can get there, support the dreams, keep this fucker going. Um, technically, officially, this is like our 202nd episode of me podcasting ever. Like, this is my 202nd podcast, but it's like 129 of this one, you know. But you've got all the music ones and all this stuff, which is kind of cool. I just realized that to the day of us recording was 200, and I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. Um, interesting. So you can go back, listen to that shit. But anyway, patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, give us money if you would like. Uh, even a dollar a month will get you access to early uh, stuff. I probably, I've been getting pretty quick at the turnaround. Like we record these on Wednesdays and you can listen to them on Thursday for sure. I'm on sometimes a Friday, but normally I've been within a day. I normally get them up. So uh, you can get all this shit early if you're like a fucking huge fan. So there you go. Um, merch shop. Got a link to the merch shop. We got the new premium shirts and the tall shirts, uh, and as well as all the other shit we had before. I already have my cart loaded up. I'm hoping someone wants to like mail me money for my birthday that's coming up, and then I can buy, spend it all on my own merch. Hell yeah. We will see. Um, also, yeah, my birthday's fucking coming up, so I don't really know exactly. I guess it'll be after this episode, but next week, my birthday. Yeah. So I got to figure out something cool for that, which will probably be nothing. <laughs> so, um, all right. Did you actually shout them out? Oh, no, I didn't. Did. Good, good fucking call there. We got Jay and Powwow and Marshall, Darmanisha Bear, Hurricane Haynes, and my mother and you, Snappy, as the patrons of the podcast. Um, fucking they would have sued me if I missed that shit. So good thing we caught it. Um, all right. I think that's about it. The last episode we had, uh, a friend of mine from high school called. It's fucking long as shit. We might have him back on because, you know, he just had all kinds of shit to talk about. Um, you know, and he's very proud conservative, you know, and stuff. So he'll talk, you know, all that shit. He knows more about I don't fucking even watch the news anymore. To be I don't either. I, the lady I work with, she's like, I'll put it this way. She started at this factory October 1980. I was born in August of 80. Right. So, I mean, fucking 40 years, and she's not really not that good at her job. But every morning, <laughs> good morning, Eric. Did you watch the news? Did you see on the news where they did this? And I'm just like, oh, yeah? 
and I just roll with it because every right. morning that 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 answer's coming. I almost want to watch the news just so I can keep up. But right, I mean, they're not the reason, but one of the reasons I keep up with all the Thunder games is because one of the guys I work with also watches them all. And if one of us misses them, we kind of give the other one shit. Like, oh, you couldn't. And I do it all the time. Like, oh, you couldn't stay up for the nine thirty <laughs> game. <laughs> um, and then the other, it leaves the other guy out because he don't give a fuck about any sports. He's like, whatever. Um, but I used to love the news, you know, and I love it. But I like stayed informed and stuff. Um, now I just, I understand like they've always been dishonest or whatever. But to me, it's not that it's dishonest because I don't necessarily think that's really the case. I think it plays into every one's like political identities, right? So like they just figure out, well, who do we want as our audience? What do they like that we'll make shit for those people as opposed to being like, let's just talk about the shit that's happening. And it goes for both sides, you know, left and right. So I just don't give a fuck to watch it anymore. I didn't really have access to the internet when I was a kid. So my parents always watched the news and I'd have to wait for all the bullshit. Just at 1022, I could get all the local high school scores because I was, you know, we was always usually ranked. Right. And I kind of want to see if we moved up, down, you know, but that's the only way I had to find it out. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting the way it happens. I also thought, just you mentioned no internet back in the day, and it reminded me of something of like just how we've lost Saturday morning cartoons. Like they might actually exist. I don't fucking know, right? But for you know our generation, because um, probably from yours through mine, you know, maybe even longer. You know, I had like Digimon and Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, and you know all the Fox morning cartoons were like a big fucking deal for me. Um, but now, like. I'm assuming kids just get home from school, they open up whatever streaming app, they find the cartoon they want to watch, and they just watch like eight episodes in a row. Yeah. But like, it was a big fucking deal to watch the new Digimon, right? And I get that's the same for all TV shows, but I'm just specifically how how kids are just like, they have all the time in the world. They can just watch all the fucking shows. Like, Yeah, I would usually watch the wrestling cartoon or Raw in the morning. I own the VHS with the... Hulk versus Roddy Popper, little wrestling cartoons. Those are just kind of cool. Yeah, they were good. Um, so anyway, Saturday morning cartoons, I'm sure lost in a way. But yeah, because like if he's on a Johnny Test run, he's gonna watch Johnny Test all damn day. Right. And then it's just be like, all right, we'll finish this up. Which I do the same shit. You know, I can't even complain. Uh, me and Kubi have finished season one of Designated Survivor. You know, we're like somewhere in season two now. Real good show. I mean, I think it's a good. Uh, like in that wholesome bait, like a network show. It's not like they're not dropping f bombs. It's not real gritty or anything, but it's a good show. I mean, it's kind of like probably how the government really thinks, right? I think it's all the backstabbing and you know. I just think if everyone could watch it, then maybe we could elect an independent to be president. Once you could see how like cool it is for a guy to be like, "Fuck your policy, do what's right for America." You know, he gets to do that line a lot and shit. So. And it's Kiefer Sutherland. So anyway, I just recommend Designated Survivor. Um, what else do you got going on in the world? Oh, speaking of politics, I have this general idea of, uh, you know, we were talking about basketball a little bit. I enjoy basketball. And the thing, and it's weird, the things I dislike about basketball is kind of what I dislike about politics now. Like uh, people's politic fandom is the same as like basketball in a way. Like, I say basketball more so than even football because it used to be like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, right? Because I wasn't fucking alive back in the 80s. I mean, I was alive in the 80s, but I couldn't fucking watch basketball. Um, if you saw, you know, if if you were fouled, 
or whatever. Or if you weren't fouled, you would just be like, I wasn't fouled. You would just fucking finish the play, right? Right. And then, or if you, you just wouldn't try to sell the call. You know, that wasn't a thing back in the day, right? It was like, you just played hard. My coach would put your ass on the bench if you was out there fucking flopping. Right. Um. So it's just fucking weird. And now, and even fans, right, are like, they'll be like, well, that's part of the game. And so as long as that guy's on my team and it's good for me, then it's fucking fine. You know, like that's just how people think. And I think that's pretty much how politics are as well. Like it used to be people have like their set ideals or morals or fuck, I don't know, whatever you want to call them. But now it's like, well, it doesn't matter. As long as it's my team and my team's going to win the next election, none of that really matters. I hate the way it's going right now, man. And it's just like everyone's just a little spoiled. It's kind of like and- you, you know, stick to your guns. I mean, that's not a fucking foul and you fucking know it. Right. You jumped in to the player. I think if you jump forward, it should be on the offensive player. You know? I agree. I agree. I don't care if he's on my team. I hated Kevin Durant's swing motion. I love Kevin Durant as a player, but I see Chris Paul has the has one and it's perfect and it's killing it this year. And I think it is a perfect example of using the foul system. He takes the ball from like down low by his left side or out by his knee and he swings up to shoot. And he'll do it when a guy's arm's there. If a guy reaches, he sweeps through that arm reaching. But to me, that is part of like a you reach, I teach sort of mentality, you know? So I enjoy, I think that's fine. But is he actually trying to make the shot? Well, he's trying to set up a shot. So he's like trying, it's just the way he's doing a shot now. I think it works. Whereas in, I think when, like you're saying, James Harden will jump into a guy. Mm -hmm. Like Chris Paul, like, I mean, the guy's Ding him up. And so he's basically betting the guy, like, if I have the ball here, you can try to reach for it, but I'm going to pull up into your arm. Well, they need to reach with the right hand instead of the left. Right. Like, I think it's, I think he's taking a good advantage, but it might be because he's on my team, like I just said, right? So Harden, even Harden, I think he's probably admitted he manipulates the system. Right. And he'll be like, well, if you look at this and this and this. If they're not going to call it, we're going to do it. Right. So, um, Like this whole five steps to take a fucking dunk. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Fucking two was max. And I don't know how they count steps, but it's not in my my arithmetic. Somehow I think it's three now for the dunks. I don't get it. Uh, It used to be two in a pro hop. And the pro hop just meant like the last one, your feet had to land at the same time. And if they don't, then it's not a pro hop. Oh. I don't. Crow hop, probably. No? Pro hop? A is crow that, hop is when you take an extra step that, that's in a pitching. B- that's baseball. A, yeah, like, that's you're in pitch. the outfield, you crow hop it to home. Okay. Um, you don't, I mean, if you're not strong enough. Some people right. don't have to crow hop it to home. Well, uh, it was a trick on softball pitching as well. Oh. Taking that little extra jump step. Well, they'd call, a, they'd call you for it real quick. Yeah, see, I don't ever, I never, I got out of baseball and softball pretty quickly. Um, you know, we was in competitive softball with Trinity for two years. I mean, we won state runner up twice. Hell yeah. But what I never guessed. We got thrown She was a softballer. Well, I guess I was incorporating sports into her life and she liked it, but she didn't like the commitment. Right. (laughs) I mean, Baseball was a whole thing. Like, I have a love-hate I think it's a boring-as-fuck game to watch. And it just happened to be a coach like I had in high school, so I loved it, but she couldn't handle it. Right. Um, One that yells and in-your-face type deal, he's going to tell you when you did something wrong, but kind of embarrass you too, you know? Yeah, I don't need all that in my life. Uh, that just <laughs> didn't motivate me. Like, I had coaches like that, and I was just as good well, with I mean, that the, or without. The basketball so. coach I had moved up with us every grade from kindergarten on up. Right. Uh, and then retired. Well, back to fucking baseball. Uh, <laughs> T-ball, 
you know, you have from up until like junior high, you have parents fucking coaching. Right. It's not like a fucking school coaching or whatever. So I played all that, like T ball, coach pitch, peewees, midgets. I think that's all the ones through elementary school. And I did it every summer and I was decent enough, you know, it was whatever. I played second base normally or left field. Those for whatever reason my spots. And then I quit because I went to a camp or did something one summer. I had to go to Colorado and, uh, Either way, I didn't play baseball one summer. I fucking, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, you don't have to go fucking be on a schedule and do shit, and you just get to enjoy a summer. And my parents were also like. I mean, it was like two games a week, two practices a week. Right. And, I'm, I mean, my dad didn't go to m- many of them. And honestly, I don't say it like in a negative way. Like, I don't. I didn't want my parents there, to be real honest. I would have much rather they let me ride with someone. I, don't, I got embarrassed and shit. I'm pretty sure my mom didn't. She missed one football game, and that's because her back was out. Right. Like, I don't. She would be up there wanting to stand drinking a damn cowbell. I just, I yeah. grew accustomed to it. I, it was always a little bit embarrassing, but everyone's like, man, your mom's doing that again. I'm like, yeah. Right. right. I mean, I don't doubt that that's how your family was yeah. with your brother and everything else as well. Um, but when I came back to try to play baseball after taking a year off, I just fucking couldn't hit the ball. Like, I couldn't follow the ball with my eyes to the bay. You know, you're like, keep that yeah. on the ball. Like, I just couldn't do it. I just look, I turned my head every time, and I was like, all right, I just lost it. And I was good enough at fielding and all that, but I just couldn't swing. So I was like, all right, I'm doing baseball forever, and I haven't ever played again. So I played all those leagues you was talking about, and then I played seventh and eighth grade, and we had a really good fucking team. And then I went to ninth grade, and the fucking high school coach, he really didn't like me. And I swung kind of un- like with my arms not correct. I didn't roll them forward like you're supposed to. Right. And he made me. I don't think King Griffey swing, to be honest. I mean, mine was my my forearm was out. You know, I mean, instead of rolling it over. Yeah. And that's just how I've always swung. And I was a great blooper hitter. I, my on-base percentage was immaculate. He would not let me swing that way. He made me try to roll over. I couldn't hit the fucking ball, and he didn't like me anyway, so I just stuck to football. Right. A little um, bit of basketball. See, and I hate it when seventh grade, and that's the year you get, you know, the at least for our school, seventh grade is whenever uh, you could play competitive or whatever <clears throat> through school. And we got this new coach that I just didn't like. He was also our lineman coach. So that's probably another reason I didn't want to fucking go. Whenever I got through ninth grade, I was like, I don't even want to do this shit. Um, he was, and he was young, but he looked old, you know, like, but he was a fairly younger guy, but he seemed just as old as all the other dudes. But, he just got pissy a lot. Right? Like, I pay. Like, I remember, I'll never forget. It was so fucking funny. But, uh, you know, we're doing something, and one of the little nerdy kids who we have playing, you know, backup cornerback for the scout team in Warica, you know, so they're fucking real shitty, um, is trying to throw the ball to the center and hits the coach in the side of the head while he's in the middle of talking. And, of course, some guys laugh. And he fucking stormed out of our practice and left. And we had a game that night because it was a walkthrough. And he didn't show up at our game that night. What the fuck? And then the high school coach had to fucking coach us. And I was, and I remember like that will forever be how I remember him and be like, oh, what a douchebag. Wow. He what had a to be any part of my coaching staff. He would have never coached for me again. So it was weird, you know? And then I remember. Like, I loved playing defense, but I realized I was better at offense, you know? And so, like, eventually uh, they just let some other person who was clearly not – I mean, like, I'm not even trying to be mean, but, like, I started 
on like all four sides of the ball is how you know everyone would say right. it. Like, I mean, they don't understand the small schools that we come from. Right. It was Iron Man. Right, right. Like you play every fucking way. Um, and then he just put some dude that just wasn't good, you know, or whatever on defense at the three technique, which I was like, well, that's the only reason I'm fucking playing football. Like, I don't want to play football so I can stand here and fucking hold somebody. Like, that's not necessarily fun. Like, I don't know. The best year of football was fifth grade when they let me play linebacker, and I was a little fat fucker, and they let me play middle linebacker with the goal of the blitz. They said hit the quarterback every time, and I was like, this is fucking crazy. Man, uh, we played Wilson, you know, which is a yeah, yeah. R- really small school. They're about with us. They're like I mean, well, talent-wise. and uh, Seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, we'd play teams like Wilson and Ringland, you know, which Ringland just won a state championship right. this year. And uh, But we was a 3A school, but, you know, they like scrimmage. They was pretty good teams back then, but there was one dude. Uh, we're friends to this day, but uh, I had sacked the quarterback so much, and then one time I picked him up and took him back a few steps and pile-drived him. This was a junior high. Hell yeah. I broke his ribs. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but, right. you know, and then we met later up in college, and he's like, you're that motherfucker who broke my ribs. Yeah, so, I mean, my favorite film memory, or one of them, was always uh, when me and uh, Casey hollowed a kid and his ear pads fell out. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, damn. And then they, they had to cart him off. And I was like, you felt proud. Like, I know it's fucked or whatever. That's why when people are like, you got to hit them safer. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm not even like, like, I'm pretty fucking chill. And I don't get hop. You know, I'm not that. I was the quiet part. Like, I didn't need you fucking hit my shoulder pads and screaming at me. I hated I'll be being ready. in the helmet. I hated it. Like, I'll be ready. Don't worry about it. Um, But even then, like, if you hit someone real good, you get like a. I hope you hurt them. Like, and for anyone to be like, I hope they're not hurt. You know, they got a career. Maybe it is different when you're a professional, you know, and you're I making money. I don't want money. a career in them, but if I could knock them out on that one play, well, I yeah. would fucking knock them out. I, just, I agree. I, 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 agree. Play, I played ruthless. I was the uh, – see, I got – all my stats were defensive. I had 98 tackles, six sacks, uh, eight tackles for a loss, two block uh, field goals all my senior year. But, I yeah, I got recruited – by the small schools that did recruit, right? Uh, for fucking offense, and it just didn't make no goddamn sense to me, right? Well, I, I, mean, I felt that I was much better nose guard. I had friends that were running backs and quarterbacks that everyone that wanted the dog to were like, and you'll play safety. Yeah, so I mean, I played college ball at center, right? Backup because me and this guy, I was the all star center, and the all state center was from Ardmore. We both came to the same school, right? So of course, I was backup. Uh, I played center. Center was actually the first thing I played when I played the uh, linebacker as well in defense. Um, I played center because the other center who was the sixth grader, because we played fifth and sixth on one team, um, he was injured for like the first half of the season. And I hated playing center so much. And I was, I just wanted to quit almost every day. In seventh grade, these coaches picked your position. And that's and your position. My brother already <laughs> came two years before me and played center. Guess where I played? Huh. Center. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it at all. Uh, but I would have to tell the linemen, you know, what plays were running and shit like that. They wouldn't understand shit, but I understood both sides of the ball. Yeah, I was I was good at all. Like, I always knew every play. Like, right. I, that was a, a definitely a strength. Um, but, again, I quit going into high school because I, for whatever reason, had, like, this weird identity thing of – and it was probably I was just a little bit ahead of the nerd culture wave. And I was just like, I don't want to be a jock. I feel like they're all fucking dicks and they pick on people. And they kind of did. Um, and I just don't. I just didn't want to do it. And then I got in fucking speech and drama, in which I'm not fucking outgoing. And it's not like that was like, not it didn't change all. me. Um, 
I was I was a lot of extracurriculars back in the day, but yes, I'm very reserved myself these days. That's why I can't do fucking TikTok. You know, I have a TikTok account. I'm like, you know what I don't want to do ever? Sit in front of my fucking phone and record a video of me trying to entertain people. And I get it. That's weird because, like, people would be like, oh, you're halfway funny or you have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, but you have to go out of your way. Oh, our cousin's going to New York because of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. Morgan at Moe's Beauty page, I believe, on Facebook. Is uh she got done this Beetlejuice thing and I guess they was really impressed so they got invited to some award TikTok awards. Hell in yeah, New York. So that's pretty cool. She got like a million fucking views on that one or some bullshit. A lot of people are really pissed that TikTok are highlighting uh, members uh, like that because that's not how TikTok's supposed to work. So I have heard from people I know that use it that they're all pissed about it. So what do you mean? What's it supposed to be used for? What do you mean? What's it supposed to be used for? It's just supposed to be like random, like not necessarily random, but like it's supposed to be made for viral hits of people. You're supposed to see people you don't know or whatever. And now it's they're making it more like every other social media where it's like you follow, follow someone, and yeah. then you see them and then other celebrities through there. Now, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't like it. But I just know I've read that that's like their new issue. Kind of like Instagram shadow bans a lot of stuff. So like if I tag this with podcasts, which I probably will because I'm an idiot, um, it might be shadow banned so that it won't show up organically in people's feeds because they want you to buy a business account. Oh. Sort of shit. So uh, it's a whole fucking thing. Whole thing. Um, And I can't be spending money on that shit because I have this fucking expensive ass water bill. And I haven't talked about it because I've meant to, but... I would say back in, see, we're in January now, so I'd say probably back in November, right before we had like a big, you know, freeze was coming and everyone was like, you know, get ready for that shit. Um, I go out and weather out. We have like a fucking faucet out in the middle of the yard and a pole. It's not like in the ground or in a wall. It's in a fucking pole, middle of the fucking yard, so it's annoying as shit. Um, so I went up there, covered it uh, with this foam shit, and then I wrapped a towel around it. And then I duct taped that. Now, I guess during the duct taping, I kind of barely turned on the faucet. And so fast forward to December when I get a water bill and I was like, holy fuck, this is like a 50% increase over what our normal water bill is. And of course, it took me like 10 minutes of thinking really hard. And I was like, I have to check that outside thing. So I go out there. Sure enough, it's fucking dripping. So I turn it off. But, you know, I checked that in the middle of December. So it was running like. Also through, you know, 20 days of fucking December. So I was like, God damn it. And so I've just been dreading this water bill that I still haven't looked at because I'll get paid in a couple days and then I'll look at it. Um, It's going to be expensive and then I'm going to be fucking broke already. And I hate when that shit happens. And it's all because it's like my fault. So I can't be mad at anybody. Like I fucked up. That shit doesn't ever not happen. I'm fucking always broke. I know. Every month, no matter what. Whenever it's just like. Yeah, but there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know what? After this, this, and this, I could see where it's going to... And then every time you get to that point, it's like, nope. Damn. There's I, this, too. You so. think there's a light at the end of the tunnel? That's a motherfucking train coming through. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom.
something I just need to complain about is the fact that I won't make doctor visits because my shoulder is still fucking killing me. I probably should go to the doctor because I'm sure there's some sort of nerve fucking issue. Um, I will say medical marijuana is not good enough. Now, and that can be a whole different topic, but in my opinion, if you're going to call it medical marijuana, it should handle some pain shit. But you know what these fuckers don't know? Anything in the dispensaries about shit about medicine. They're fucking selling pot. Yeah, I do uh, hear some pretty good rubs out there. Yeah, I can see you getting some. I've, we have just CBD oil, and I've had to put C in it. Hell, I, mean, I sleep good, but I think that just helps you sleep. I want to try this one stuff. I'll try it out and I'll let you know because I, I had this little black tub. It was kind of greasy, but I got it from Rustic Leaf. And it, and it was like 40 bucks, but it lasted a while. Right. And uh, it helped my ankle out quite a bit. Yeah. And I, I might, and then I heard some stuff at they got one at affordable that the owner swears by, but they're always out of stock. Yeah, I need to I need to start price checking some shit. I guess. So um, I hear there's a pretty good damn creams out there. Is what I'm hearing. No man come running across the street. Well, apparently smoking them doesn't do shit for pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he come running across the street talking about Colorado's cold cream down at Paradise. He goes, I even put that shit on my mom who's 93, and she says it helps wonders. And it, boy, I can feel it good in my shoulders. Oh, yeah. uh, I want to go try that Colorado cold cream. Oh yeah. Um, what else we got to say? Oh, so back to doctor visit. I got to go to the fucking doctor, but um, I'm not a real adult according to my wife because I won't call a doctor and make an appointment. But I don't know of any fucking doctors in town. I don't know who's good. I want to go to fucking some shit ass doctor. I want to go to the ones that give you the good pills. Not that uh, I'll take them. Yeah. I just want the option. You go go to the city then. Oh, is that what you have to do? Yes. Or I mean, or you have to go to a regular doctor and get referred to these uh, private specialists to rape you and don't work with your insurances very well. Well, that's some bullshit. Uh, really, I'd probably just need to do. I just got to figure out there's like a nerve pinched in something because right now by my shoulder blade, the best way to describe it is uh, like the there's a muscle next to my shoulder blade that's constantly tight. And it feels like it's wrapped around a nerve, if I had to, like, explain it. And then it also kind of feels like there's some fluid in there, like a ball of it. Um, and then if I ever do get to rest, my shoulder just feels like it's really tired. Like I've been doing shit with it all day, but I haven't. So it's fucking weird. And, like, I don't think I got to push myself up with just my left arm right now. And that's weird because I could do that shit just fucking two months ago, right? Like, I could fucking stand up. I know I couldn't right now just the power of my left arm. I was like, well, that's not good. Or if I have an armrest when I drive like uh, my normal area, eventually I'll just go to sleep. It's like, oh, well, something's getting cut off there. That's yep. different. Um, so I do know I need to go to the doctor, and it's probably fairly important. But instead, I'm like, I'll just sit weird until it's comfortable, and then we'll see what happens. So that's mm. where we're at, just getting everybody an update on my health. So when I die from fucking sore shoulder syndrome. <laughs> They're going to call it podcast shoulders. Yeah. That's probably what it is. If I, can, if I go into some producer threads, it's like, oh, yeah, you make beats? That's exactly what happens when you make beats all day. If you have your fucking hands out, piano <laughs> and shit, it might be fucking accurate. Um, speaking of music shit, been working on a lot of music. I'm secretly working on, I'm not, I've let Brad and CJ and Strong Murray's, because they're my three music friends that are pretty positive here. Uh, my rough draft, but I'm working on a song. I won't call it country, but it's definitely not rap music. Um, but it's on a guitar that CJ Jones laid down. And then, 
it's an old song I made called Two Different People. That's like my favorite song I ever wrote, but I can never redo it on a rap beat because it never lives up to the original, right? And I'm always like, it's just not it. It's not it. And so I was like, well, I'll try it on this kind of country-ish sounding beat, um, but I sing a lot. And I've done like five or six layers of vocals. So like there's like different me's fucking singing and I'm not really good at singing, but I can imitate it a little bit. And so it almost sounds good, but I don't want anyone to hear it because I think if I just keep working on it and mixing it, I can make it better and then people can hear it. So anyway, eventually I might do that. Yeah. So we're talking about music. I was pulling up to uh, busy bees and one of my buddies at work, he's like 42, but he's got, you know, kids older than me. And this one happens to be in high school, I guess. Uh, I think he goes to Stonewall. And uh, he's like, man, he goes, I heard your fucking song, man. He goes, that shit's fire. I've been listening to all my friends. I got it on Spotify right now. Oh, hell yeah. So I was at Busy Bees, and so it's going throughout the high school community now. So we, Oh, sweet. I hope it I hope it fucking blows up. So, you know. We, um, hell it, yeah. I can do some, pull up some stats here on the, so we put out the album on December 13th if i remember correctly and at the moment uh, ice with petrovita has the most at 2.1 thousand so Hell yeah 2100 listens uh never changes second at 1700 listens now those are so high because uh friends of the podcast graveyard entertainment who um is the home of Sir Nasty, you know, the rapper who we've played on the music podcast. They've added us to some playlists. Uh, they're always sharing, helping us out and shit. So they're the homies for sure. And then big old round titties. I've been pushing, you know, I've been like, how do we get this on the strip club playlist and trying to tag strip clubs? Uh, I'm not saying they'll play it, but uh, I feel yeah. like that's really where it'll, it'll blossom. It'll be a great club song. It'll be a great strip club. So if anyone knows any strip clubs or any way to get this on the strip clubs, the big old round titties, I really feel like that might be what we need to do. And honestly, it's weird because I do already want to give up on the album, right? I'm almost like it's rain, it's course, whatever. But like um, some artists, it takes two years for that one song to blow up nowadays. Like the way the it, music's just different now, right? So like right. you could just keep pushing big around titties for years. Then one day someone comes across it and it's perfect for, you know, fucking some movie scene or whatever. You never know. So I say if you any if you meet any women with big tits or uh, strip club people or anything at all like that, just let them know about the song. Uh, it might go well. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, and then keep pushing. Just also crossed one thousand. So yeah, we got those four. Hopefully, the rest will join them soon. They don't have near as many listens. I've been having to tag some people on YouTube because they don't understand. I guess my friends don't understand Spotify. Right, I understand. And so I've been tagging some. Hey, we YouTube get paid for that shit, too. We get paid for that. Um, so that's why I haven't been uploading other YouTube videos because Brad's ass output when I'm like, you can, but if I had to point them at one and they're just both a static image and audio, I'd rather them do the the one that's going to pay us for streams because right. to get paid for streams on YouTube, you have to have like a 1,000 followers or some shit, and I, I don't. Well, I got like, so. what, 20? Yeah, like 20 on YouTube or some shit. Maybe that's on my music one. I don't think I have any fucking on my podcast one. I have like one follower and that's my other music one. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, good news there. We'll see. I haven't got paid for that, you know, for December yet. Um, so we'll see if I generate any money. My goal is 
if I can break even, and I'm currently $8 away from breaking even on the year, and I don't know if we made $8 worth of listens. We'll see. I don't I don't think we did, right. to be honest. Um, but I got close to breaking even this year, and I didn't really put out all that much stuff. So Hell yeah. I need to... Um, Need to put out a lot more fucking shit this next year. But because of that, I'm going to make myself make one more beat. And then I'm done making beats until I purchase my new software that I plan on doing. And I'm going to force myself to write verses so I can make more songs. Uh, I think that's important. you know. And I'm, So I'm going to try to make more country-ish stuff. But I really have to rely on people that play the guitar to send me loops of shit. Because right? like, I, I can't do that. Right. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then... I know me and Brad might work on a collab um, with this dude, Jackal, as well. We have that in the works, so hopefully we can get that going. But Hell yeah. Fucking music life, man. Um, all right. Speaking of people blowing up off music years after their song, you know Lizzo? There's I've like, heard the name. She's like a rapper, you know, and she blew the fuck up. Um, a lot of stuff comes up about her or whatever, um, but... Something that she's kind of made popular. I'm not saying she caused it. She's a big, big girl, right? That's how I would say it. I mean, okay, I remember well, seeing something very large. Like that. Um, people are now like, she just like they are always because she's always showing a lot of skin or whatever, right? And I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. But a lot of people are like, that's just her being confident and sexy. So like, they basically mean that. For a woman to be confident, sexy, they have to wear no clothes. It's like always what it seems like they're saying, but whatever. But either way, everyone's like, there's this whole movement of like, even if you're overweight to like a super obese amount, you're still healthy. And I've been fat since second grade. All right. Um, that's when my metabolism gave out because I was born premature. My mom would just fucking feed me all kinds of food to fatten me up, and I wouldn't gain any weight. And then all of a sudden, it took, and I was chubby since second grade and on. Um, you know, I would say chubby for a while, got to fat at times. You know, I, I bounced back and forth between chubby and fat. Um, stocky, you know, would be the nice way of saying it as a kid. And I've always known, like, I'm not as healthy as I could be. I could do so much more to be healthier. Like, I'm fully aware of that. And so I just think it's weird to see this movement of, like, if someone goes, hey, like, Jillian Michaels from The Biggest Loser. Now, The Biggest Loser has its own issues. They starve those people. They do all kinds of shit behind the scenes you don't see that guarantees they lose, you know, some weight That's what it takes to lose weight. Right. Um, So they'll do stuff they don't necessarily air, and so they've caught some shit. But either way, Jillian Michaels says something about, like, well, Lizzo's not healthy. There's no fucking way, right? Or she said something around and caused some some uproar. And it's like... how is like fact just not wasn't a comment related to diabetes like should we be praising it was something about her having diabetes and that's the reason why she was big or some that's what i thought i said well either way i just think i just think it's weird that people are just normalizing and maybe it's because there's just we outnumber them right us big people outnumber the skinny ones but it's just like no no this is fine this is fine guys you because you're still healthy when i'm like you can all right. Now I can even talk. You could live long. You can live a decent life at a little overweight. I think they actually just say that being a little overweight is the healthiest weight, right? For whatever your frame is to be like just barely. But there's like you don't see really fat old people. So I'm supposed to be like two fifteen. Uh, for my height, I think I should be one eighty, and I'm like fuck. Ugh. It's real far. I haven't weighed one eighty since I was like in fourth grade. I don't know the fuck people are talking. About. Actually, I'd have to really. I think was about built it. just a little bit bigger than Colton is. 
You know, he just saw skin and bones. Yeah. I wasn't a chunky kid until freshman year of college. My yeah. lineman or the weightlifted coach made me eat with the running backs, and I wasn't allowed to get up till I had three plates for breakfast, three plates for lunch, and three plates for dinner. Damn. By the end of the first semester, I weighed 289. And I pretty much never left. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, I remember that's when some of my distress happened. My ninth grade year in football, they were trying to get me to take creatine. And I go, what's that doing? They're like, it'll help you gain weight. And I was like, have you seen me? I don't need help gaining weight. <laughs> and they were, like, really trying to pressure me. And they're like, everyone takes it. And we so, did creatine, but we was lifting fucking hard. I mean, we lifted that and stuff. That put the good weight on you. But my thing was like, if y'all can't take this fat and turn it into muscle, why we add more fat? Like... <laughs> I don't think this makes sense yet. And I was like, skinny guys, I get it, you know? Right. But uh, that always – because they just wanted you to be fat. Like, I never – I didn't like that shit. Right. Um, Rusty, you know, our cousin, he played lob, and he was pretty decent, and he was never big, you know? You can yeah. learn good technique, be all right. Um, all right, I don't really think I have too much else this week. What about you? Man, what not not a lot happened except watching all the tweakers walk around at night. That's been quite entertaining. Like they walk in front of your house? No, like deliver when I'm out delivering, uh. and I see all these people just walking, man. And this other motherfucker, I don't know who the motherfucker was talking to, but there wasn't nobody beside him. Hey, the motherfucker was. I had some wireless headphones in, talking on the phone. Nah, man, he was about shit, seventy, eighty years old. Seeing a homeless guy walking around Carl's Jr. picking up change. Well, I mean, if it's there, yeah, someone needs to pick it up. Um, I don't see any of these shit, but I also get in my house, I get off work, and I don't fucking leave normally. Well, I'm that way except for when I deliver. Right, so I guess you just get to see the underbelly of I get to see what everybody's talking about. Yeah, people fucking complain about all kinds of shit online. You know, people don't know. I rant and raise page. People are always complaining about shit. And there was a comment on one of the posts. They was just arguing about... Basically, a certain person at a certain location uh, at an apple market being rude as fuck. Of course, a lot of people just like this lady, so there's fucking 200 comments. Oh, shit. And this one one pair was particular arguing just back and forth. And she's like, man, I wish your mama had a swallowed you. And I just fucking started laughing. I know it was fucking wrong on so many levels. I I mean, it doesn't win you an argument. No, but I, I it made me laugh though, and I was like the way these young people talk to the older people. Yeah, uh, well, older people should probably get the fuck off the young kids' internet. That's how I view it. <laughs> I mean, I know that's fucked, but it's like also I just grew up like when I was you know got my compact computer in sixth grade or whatever, whenever it was, and I was on MSN Messenger. If like my friend's parents were on MSN Messenger, we'd fucking roast them. Get the fuck yes. off your old people. What the fuck are you doing? And now we're supposed to take fucking old lady from the store serious on Facebook, you know, and it's like, I don't give a fuck what she thinks. So I think it's cool when people are rude about it. I just don't have the balls. I don't know. The off. whole respect thing is like you have to show up with respect in the first place. You know, right. you know, but if you show up with a negative attitude and expect to someone earn your respect, well, they're not going to earn anything. You show up all negative and shit. It's true. You got to show up respectful at the beginning and then address how you're going to act after that, in my opinion. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm working on getting someone to come fucking do a music podcast the next uh, 31. We'll see if that happens. I got the songs ready. I don't know when we're putting it out. I haven't quite figured that out. 
but eventually I will. Because we have that the best of episode came out the Friday before us recording. So I don't really need to put out a music episode this Friday, but I could if I have one recorded. Um, but I might wait a week. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Hell yeah. Um, but all right, you got anything else? No. All right, man. All right, peace. Peace.
Smoke makes me 